We're going to talk some more college football. We'll be doing that throughout the night, especially tomorrow, obviously, we, as we preview a huge weekend. Joining us right now on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is Mike Morgan. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Mike, great to have you on again. Uh, let's start with the SEC. Let's start with Alabama and Tennessee, probably the game of the weekend, although there's some really big matchups this weekend in pretty much every single conference. Alabama, a seven, seven and a half point favorite. We're waiting to see the status of Bryce Young. Who do you like in this game? Because Tennessee looks like they're the real deal this year. Well, it all comes down to Bryce Young for me. If you tell me Bryce Young is playing and he's not limited with that shoulder, then I'm taking Alabama because it's a been there, done that. That is no knock on Tennessee. It's just I've seen this movie too many times before when a team is ready to quote-unquote make it to the big time and knock off Alabama, and then Alabama serves a, a, a juicy slice of humble pie. So if, if that's the case, I'm taking the tide. If for some reason I don't see Bryce Young come out on the opening drive, all bets are off because they're a different team without him. No question about that, Mike. And we saw that last week with Jalen Milrow. LSU, Florida, always a fun matchup. These two fan bases do not like each other at all. Gators seem to be a team this season that they just play to the level of their competition. We saw them beat Utah. We saw them play Kentucky tough. That game was down to the wire. And then last week against Missouri, they that was only a seven-point game. What do you think about this matchup between LSU and Florida? Gators only favored by a field goal. I think it's a team of the uh, a matchup of the bipolars. I have no idea what to make out of either one of these teams. Um, I don't love either one of them. At times, I will like them. Uh, I, I've, I've talked about Anthony Richardson before. People are enamored with him for whatever reasons, because he's big, he's strong, he runs fast, he can dunk from the free throw line, and all that's great. The problem is he can't complete a pass on a consistent basis. And that's going to be a factor in a game like this. LSU, conversely, uh, looked awful against Tennessee. How do they bounce back? This has been the most frustrating matchup for Florida the last few years. They have lost in every way possible, whether it's throwing a shoe uh, in a key spot or whether it's just committing turnovers. Last year they just got trucked, just run after run after run and didn't stop it. Uh, th- this is a big game I, for both teams, but I almost think it's bigger for Florida because they're trying to exercise those demons against LSU. Honestly, this is a toss-up game to me, and I don't trust either one of these teams enough to pick them. How should we feel, Mike, about Mississippi State? Because they have beaten you know, A&M and Arkansas, but those were with two backup quarterbacks. Now they play Kentucky. Looks like Will Levis is back. Like, what's what's your sort of general thoughts on them as a team and and this matchup as a whole? I like them a lot. Uh, I've liked them since the start. Uh, I that was my pick for second in the West. You know, that was the big question this year in the SEC. Like, okay, it's George, Alabama. You know, my grandmother can pick that, and she actually passed away a few years ago, so she still would be able to pick this one rather easily. I I think that the challenge was. Who's going to finish second? Who's going to be second in the East? Who's going to be second in the West? I think for a lot of people, it was LSU. It was Ole Miss. It was Texas A&M, certainly. That was a big bandwagon pick. My pick all along is in Mississippi State, and I'm not backing away from that. Now, they let me down against LSU. That was there for whatever reason. They laid an egg in the fourth quarter and just got completely 
blown away in that game. But I still think they are the third best team in the Southeastern Conference, and I think they will show up. And w- Will Levis or not, I think they're beating Kentucky and Lexington. Really? Mm. Yep. Uh, Mike, Georgia hosts Vanderbilt, so I think we all know how that goes down this Saturday. But who would you pick on a neutral field, Georgia or Alabama? Or, you know, if we're looking at the college football playoff, do you think there's a sleeper team? Because we always talk about the SEC. But I think Ohio State might be the best team in the nation and might be able to beat both of these teams. Who do you really like this year? Because we're hyping up Georgia, and they haven't really been tested yet. Bama has been tested. They have some weaknesses. It's, just, it's a tough call this year, but who would you go with right now? Well, I mean, you just named the three teams that are – that that's chalk, right? Yeah. Georgia, Bama, Ohio State. It's been chalk from the start. It's chalk today. Uh, neither none of those teams have really let us down to the point where we're like, oh no, no, I think they were completely overrated, and I'm going to take this team over that. I think what's intriguing is some of the teams that are emerging as a potential number four. Whether it's Clemson, whether we go out west and it's Southern Cal. Whether it's one of these teams, you know, we've got a great matchup with Oklahoma State, TCU out of the Big 12. Maybe it's somebody out of the Big 12. Hell, Texas is really starting to play impressive after a, a, a rough start to the season. So I think the, the, the most intriguing part of the season for me is who's number four? Like, who is that team that could actually not only get to the playoff, but maybe even pose a challenge for somebody? And I think there's a few candidates. I didn't even mention Michigan. Uh, they'll, they're got, they got the Penn State game this weekend. That, that to me, is a, that's like a game of survivor. Whoever loses, you get kicked off the island. The winner is the obvious uh, threat to Ohio State, if any, and maybe even a potential wild card for the playoffs. So that, those are the storylines for me that are less predictable and a lot more interesting at this point. Yeah, Mike, let's talk about some of those other games. So obviously, Bama-Tennessee, most would agree, probably the marquee game of the weekend. But after that one, which one are you most excited to watch of USC, Utah, Penn State, Michigan, and Oklahoma State, TCU? I think the most entertaining game could be Oklahoma State, TCU. I mean, I, I love Sanders and Duggan as, as two quarterbacks that are lighting it up. They've been there forever. They've had some battles before. Uh, I, I think that game could be all kinds of fun and entertaining. Maybe the better team, though, is the team that comes out of Penn State, Michigan. And that's the game that, you know, again, whoever wins that one, they're in a different classification for me. So those are the two other games. If we're going outside the SEC, we already talked about the premier matchup there. Um, And no offense to, you know, Southern Cal, Utah. I I just I I like those two games the most. And those are two that I want to see on Saturday. I'm curious uh, about just your thoughts on Kansas and them becoming this darling of of college football. We saw Jason Bean last year. He sort of lit things up, and now it looks like he's going to be the quarterback now again uh, with the starting quarterback going down. Uh, Nine-point nine dogs to Oklahoma. looks like Dylan Gabriel probably is going to play. Uh, what do you think about these two teams and sort of where they're at and the trajectory of, of the schedule right now? And what do you think about this matchup? I had Oklahoma in week two, and I don't know what the heck has happened. Um, They are clearly in a tailspin. I do believe Coach Venables will do a good job there in time, but he does not have the roster right now. And in college football more so than the pros, there's a snowball effect where when the air comes out of the balloon for a team that had high expectations and is not used to losing, 
boy, when that happens, it, it's hard to get the train back on the tracks. Kansas is a terrific story. I can't say enough about Lance Leipold, who might be getting offered a head coaching job very soon at Wisconsin. Remember, he coached Wisconsin Whitewater mm-hmm. to six national championships, Division Three. Uh, but I'm afraid when I look at the rest of that schedule for the Jayhawks, I think all of a sudden the tax man is coming to the door. Like it's been a beautiful story, great, great effort so far, but I think they're going to start getting humbled a bit with the, the heavier part of that schedule coming up. Mike, we were listening last night, called the ULL Marshall game, so I know you've been watching some Sunbelt. You've been prepping that conference a little bit. I just want to get your thoughts on James Madison and Coastal Carolina. For people that haven't seen those two teams play, yeah. who do you think is the better team right now between those two, both ranked in the top 25? See, this is why your show is next level, because I <laughs> I don't get asked that a lot, but that's actually a great question, and that is, that's you know that that's for the people that are really keeping up with every aspect of college football. It's a it, it's hard to say. Like I don't know much about JMU. You know they they come out of the FCS ranks. They've been an FCS power for a while. Won a couple of titles. Uh, I I know their I know their coach fairly well. He's a he's a guy that's been around a while. He's in his sixties uh, uh, and and has has done good work, but I, I don't think people really had JMU on their radar. I think a lot of people thought when they go to the next level, they're going to be humbled. Well, they haven't been humbled. They're undefeated. They're ranked 25th in America. What's interesting about that is, and I talked about this on the broadcast last night, they are not eligible for the postseason because of the transitioning tag. So they can't win their league. They can just spoil the party for everybody else. Um, look, I would take coastal because i've seen coastal i know i know jamie chadwell uh i know grayson mccall their quarterback and they just they've been there done that so i think it'd be a great matchup but i would take coastal carolina i think they're still the best team in the sunbelt conference uh mike we only got about two minutes but one of the surprising lines this weekend is florida state at home only three and a half point dogs the clemson i know the game's in tallahassee but they're coming off two losses who do you think wins that game? Do you think Florida's live to actually win that game? Because the spread's telling you that they are, but I don't know if I could do it with the Knolls this week. I, I can't. I, you're, <laughs> you're not getting. You're not getting me to put faith in in Florida State. I just don't see it. You know, maybe if this game was played a month ago, where Clemson was still kind of finding its way, and DJ was was still trying to let everybody uh, know that he's ready for the big time. But I think he has done that. I think Clemson has found their identity again. They have found their swagger again. They're just a better team. So I, I was a little su- surprised at that line as well. Uh, to me, I'd be surprised if Clemson doesn't win the game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won it convincingly. Mike, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the games this awesome weekend. Awesome stuff. All right. Great job, always. Appreciate it. That was more, uh, Mike Morgan on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Great stuff from Mike. And you could hear him on the call every single week doing some SEC. Last night did the big game. That's a good question, Paige. Thanks, I, man. I bet Coastal Carolina this weekend after fading them last week. They they did the damn thing for me by not covering last week. I do think they win by 13 this week. Yeah. Ryan, we were talking about it, too. Though They play at the end of the year. Could you imagine Dude, if those two teams are undefeated? Game day is going to be I'd love to go. That'd so, be so fun. I hope Chase Kitty's listening, Chase. That was for you and all those other JMU people listening because uh, – I mean, they're 25 in the country right, right now. This is their first year in FBS football. So 
with Mike Morgan on, figured we'd give him a shout-out because they're playing great football. Yeah, absolutely. You think game day would go to that? Oh, think, man. Look, I think we could get it's, them there. it's been enough with them going to the Iron Bowl. If Michigan and Ohio State are undefeated, they're unfortunately going to go to that. Right. But, Although, are they, though? Because isn't Fox going to be there? Well, B- Bama or Fox was at Texas and A and and uh, Bama, and they were still. Oh, there then for they that. were there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't know if they were going to do that. It'd be like in uh, in Anchorman when all the news teams just show up right. and yeah. have that big battle and Brick kills a guy. And like Mike said, because JMU is not postseason eligible, like in essence, that game really doesn't mean a lot. It'd just be awesome to see two undefeated teams go at it. But uh, yeah, two that's... awesome stories too, especially oh, JMU. Of course. So rooting for it. Keep an eye on those two teams throughout the season because. They're both really, really good if you haven't watched either of them play.